you're joining me here in Edinburgh at the UK Offshore Wind Supply Chain Spotlight 2023 event. Welcome to a special edition of Re-Energize. This is the place to discover more about emerging tech in the offshore renewables and how we will meet our future energy needs. My name is Davud Sabai, Supply Chain Project Manager at ORE Catapult, the UK's leading research and innovation centre for offshore renewables. Along with over 500 industry leaders, supply chain companies, investors and delegates, we've come together today to network and take part in an open discussion about the UK offshore wind supply chain. I'm going to be talking to three exhibitors, all of who have worked closely with OWGP and ORE Catapult. Let's go somewhere a bit quieter and get started. First up is Hugh Griffith, CEO of Anakata Wind Power. Anakata is a brilliant example of cross-sector innovation and brings the perfect fusion of Formula One innovation and wind turbine aerodynamics. Hugh, thanks for joining us today. Could you start off by explaining a bit more about Anakata and the challenges you're helping to address? Well, Anakata are a team of aerodynamic specialists with a background in Formula One, and we bring some of the innovative skills from that industry and combine that with people with wind industry experience to combine and provide aerodynamic solutions for both onshore and offshore to try and make uh, wind turbines more efficient and capture more power. So at this event here today, we're launching our new super aero tip for offshore wind that we've been working on for the last two years. And that has a number of design features in it that are there to add extra power to operational turbines. And then some additional features around improving the lighting protection system on blades and trying to reduce the wake impact from blades so that inter-array wake impacts can be reduced and the overall performance improved from a wind farm. So that's who we are. We've been working on onshore for eight years now and over the last two years been really developing the offshore offering and that's what we're officially launching today at this conference. And obviously we have just issued our annual offshore wind supply chain survey. So I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about the sector at the moment as part of the supply chain? What do you feel are the main opportunities and challenges for a supply chain company like Anakata? Yeah, so there's a few challenges first, if I maybe start on the, the negative. You know, there's upward pressure on costs. So we see that with our suppliers, with labor and with contractors. And some of those have been challenging to try and absorb. And then there's clearly some broader challenges within the industry itself. So whether that's with the turbine manufacturers, wind farm owners, the developers, which has kind of led to some uncertainties, sometimes some strategic reviews going on and, you know, like organisational changes. So some of the key people that we deal with sometimes get moved on or, or reorganised within a business. But also that uncertainty brings with it opportunities, certainly for a company like us. And so, for example, we've seen some companies now put more focus on their existing portfolio and trying to essentially deliver more power out of those turbines that they've already got spinning in the sea. So from our side, that's increased an opportunity to come and look at our technology, what we can do and how we can add to their portfolio of assets. And so that's giving new opportunities for us as to how we can move things forward and help them become more profitable. Fantastic. As we are speaking right now from Edinburgh at the UK Offshore Wind Supply Chain Spotlight event, what are the discussions you are having as an exhibitor what are you here to discuss or who are you here to have those discussions with? 
So in terms of what we're discussing, there's a particular focus on the launch of our new Super Aero Tip, which as I said, we've been working on for over two years now. So it's been great to do the great unveiling of that. And both through people that are already attending the event and then some of our customers who we've asked to come along to show that product. It's just a great opportunity to allow them to see the physical device interact with them, start reaffirming plans for 24 and beyond. As we come to the end of 2023, the time has gone quickly. And also then just talk more broadly about some of the other products we've got in development and how we're wanting to do. There's a second project that we're working on with the ORE and OWGP around doing aerodynamic audits of operational turbines. Uh, So there's a grant that we were awarded to do an infrared aerodynamic audit We're bringing that to offshore in Q1 next year, so we're discussing that with some customers and making the kind of detailed plans to get those trials underway. Next up is Chris Alman, who's Business Development and Commercial Manager at Kraken Robotics. Welcome, Chris. Thank you for joining us today. Kraken Robotics is a marine technology company providing complex subsea sensors, batteries, and robotic systems. It would be great to hear your perspective on how Kraken Robotics fits within the offshore wind supply chain, What are the benefits of the product and services that Kraken offers to the industry? Thanks very much. So Kraken Robotics, we fit in across the supply chain. We come in at the initial stage of a wind farm development. We will carry out your initial site investigation work. So we come and we image the seabed in very high resolution. We have a look at below the seabed acoustically, so 3D acoustic surveys through to the construction phase. So during your cable installation, we'll support your EPCI contractor during installation of cables. So they'll be using our upfront site investigation data, but then they'll also have our team and equipment on board to confirm the cables installed correctly. So looking at the depth of burial, making sure that the cables put to depth within the seabed, that it's in the very base of your trench. Post-construction, we'll come back in and just do a third-party verification of that, so supporting a survey contractor with our equipment and people again on board that vessel. And then through life monitoring of cables as well, so annual or once every few years during your balance of plant operations, we'll come back and verify that nothing's on the seabed, that no trawling activity's gone over your assets and confirming that cables are still buried to depth. We do that with our own technology, So as a service provider, Kraken Robotics has developed several survey sensors that we've developed ourselves, patented, and now we operate as a service. So that includes synthetic aperture sonar, which is a very high resolution seabed imagery system. And what that does is it produces imagery and bathymetry at the same time. So we operate that as a service. We'll put that equipment and people and do the processing of that data on board your existing supply chain vessels For foundation locations, we'll also put our acoustic core, which is a 3D imaging system that we place physically on the seabed. It scans the seabed as a 360 degree core, about 15 meters wide and about 60 meters deep. And from that, we can assess for buried boulders, correlate your geotechnical data into the ground model and help support the installation of foundations and making sure that you're not gonna hit any unknown structures or boulders. Then we've got our sub-bottom imager, which operates similarly to the acoustic Cora, 3D acoustic imaging below the seabed. That's looking much shallower now, so about five meters, and we'll put that along cable routes to look for buried boulders, UXO, and it's the same system then that we use for balance of plant operations. Separate side of the business is subsea batteries. So there we build 
and integrate our own batteries into subsea vehicles. Thank you so much. As with my previous guest, I wanted to use the recent publication of our annual supply chain confidence survey and ask for your view. Are you confident in the current trajectory of the supply chain opportunities that you are seeing? Yeah, it's an excellent question. We've been affected by some of the recent changes in the current climate, supply chain climate. We've had contracts cancelled where the wind farm development has been cancelled. You've seen that particularly in the in the US, but there's been a few UK-based and, and Baltic Sea-based projects which have unfortunately been pulled from development. That's affected us. We had contracts lined up to go and support those, so we have seen a loss of revenue with some of those projects. That aside, we are seeing growth, particularly in existing markets. So the European markets, we are starting to see the re-emergence of the US, particularly in the Northeast. The Baltic Sea for us is, is still progressing and out in Southeast Asia, we're doing a lot of work in Taiwan. I see the emergence of Japan and South Korea, those markets as well. So albeit we've had some setbacks, for sure, we do have confidence that the developments which we are targeting will progress. Great. And in terms of today's supply chain spotlight event, what are you excited to be getting out of it? Is it about just having open conversation with others in the sector? Or perhaps has this event today helped in terms of sharing information and allowing you to speak to developers? For us, events like this are key. It gives us a great opportunity to speak to fellow exhibitors, find out what other supply chain companies are up to, their confidence in the market, if they could support us on our operations or see if there's any opportunities for our business. But absolutely great to get in front of some of the wind farm developers as well. It's obviously well attended today by numerous wind farm developers and having the opportunity to showcase our services and equipment and capabilities to them is, is key for our growth. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Finally, I'm speaking to Callum Maxwell, Business Development Manager at Prozer. Callum. Good to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me, David. I appreciate it. Preserve is a global control technology company. In a nutshell, could you tell the listener how Preserve fit into the offshore wind supply chain and also what you offer in terms of products and services? As you say, David, Proserve are a controls technology company, so we fit in more in the kind of operations phase of the offshore wind supply chain, as it were. We have a number of different products, but they're all focused on controls or monitoring. And if we focus on what is at the, the kind of highest commercial readiness level, that's our ECG cable monitoring solution. So ECG has come from working with the supply chain over probably the last five years or so after ProServe started their pivot into renewables. Scottish Power Renewables put out essentially a call to action to the market to say how can we monitor cables more thoroughly using infrastructure built already within the cable itself. So what we do is we act as a systems integrator and that again comes from our history in the oil and gas industry where we've been integrating different systems to control valves etc and the, the subsea element. When it comes to offshore wind, what we're doing is we're integrating systems like distributed temperature sensing, distributed acoustic sensing, and where we're trying to push the envelope a little bit further is to combine that with termination monitoring, which ultimately the terminations where the cables are connected fail much more often than the subsea cable fails. So if we can get ahead of that, there's a lot of cost benefits to the operators and developers themselves. 
where we see our, ourselves moving into the future is a more complete uh, controls and monitoring solution that allows us to identify when things are starting to go wrong and where there's, there's some issues beginning to take place within the cables or the terminations and just change our operational strategy by controlling the output of the turbines. But that's further afield. It's just part of what our, our vision is at the moment for ProServe. Great. And I have asked each of my guests this today. With our supply chain confidence survey still hot off the press, how do you feel about the offshore wind sector? Maybe looking back at 2023 and forward to 2024, what do you feel are the opportunities and challenges for the supply chain currently in the offshore wind industry? Good question. From ProServe's perspective, we have seen quite an interesting year. So we've had to push a little bit on the termination monitoring element to, to try and explain the value to the customers, to the consumer. Ultimately, we're starting to get the rock to the top of the hill and we're starting to see a bit of momentum behind that. We're seeing you know, functional specifications that are specifically requesting the technology, the DES technology from our partner company, Synaptic, that, that we're integrating. So we're seeing maybe a little bit more appetite for innovation coming through from the supply chain. Obviously, of course, we would love more. <laughs> but I think in, in general, when I compare, when I joined ProServe 18 months or so ago, we were putting kind of speculative RFQs into potential customers just to, to give an indication of what a product is and what it can offer. Now, 12 months down the line, we're seeing people specifically requesting that technology. So we're starting to see the industry move with us and say, OK, right, we see your value. How do we integrate it? So the question is moving away from what is it to what's the installation methodology, which I think is great. Thinking, I suppose, more generally across the supply chain, I think the last leasing round and the lack of success within it is obviously an impact on the pipeline that we're working towards. Hopefully that that's just a blip in the market. The industry, I think, generally has responded well. The government's responded really well. So we're anticipating that we can build on what's been a great 2023 into an even bigger 2024. Great. And finally, what are the discussions you're having today as an exhibitor and who are you having them with? What do you feel the key debates and discussions are focusing on? So far, it's been a, a really busy morning. Where we are trying to target at the moment is with operators and, and with developers to try and help explain that the product is as far as possible ECG and, and what the benefits are. So a lot of the, the discussion has been around the kind of sales element of, of what it can offer and, and the connections and networking that we can build. Where we act as a systems integrator means that we're also pulling in a lot of different technologies. So this Spotlight event is, is just brilliant because it has that kind of innovation supply chain. It's pulled a lot of really innovative companies together to allow us to work out what they do, where they might fit in, and the, the added benefit that they can give to what we refer to as the ECG package. Again, coming back to ProServe Vision and where we're trying to get to in the future is how can we have a full kind of life cycle monitoring solution. And there's a lot of companies out there at the moment that can deliver aspects of that that we'd love to work with. Great. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much, Tafu. I appreciate the, the time and for inviting us along. A big thank you to Hugh, Chris and Callum for joining me today at our UK Offshore Wind Supply Chain Spotlight event in Edinburgh. It has been an incredible day talking to the exhibitors who represent the offshore wind supply chain listening to panel sessions from key industry players and policymakers, and also being able to discuss real solutions in the deep dive session and pitches. It's no time to 
energize. In the meantime, listeners can find more about RE Catapult activities at orecatapult.org.uk. And don't forget to follow us on X formally Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram at orecatapult.